Hi, everybody. My name's Connie. Hi, Connie. Hi, Connie. Hi, Connie. Hi, Connie. Um, welcome to those of you that are here for the first time. Um, I've heard it takes courage to come to your first meeting, and that's true. But, you know, for me, it was guilt and desperation. Um, my life and my family were just falling apart, and I had absolutely no more answers. Uh, my daughter-in-law and I had had my daughter-in-law had asked my son to leave and because his drinking had increased and and I had to say you can't come home I'll do whatever I can please get some help um, and then he left I made a call to our local council on alcoholism and they told me that my son's recovery was his own choice to make but that there was help for me in a program called Al-Anon they sent me a schedule and a few days later I went to my very first meeting I'd never felt comfortable in joining anything. I grew up in a family where there was just a whole lot of silence. So I spent a great deal of time in my own head trying to figure out what to do next. Walking into that room full of strangers was absolutely terrifying to me. But the people smiled and they welcomed me. They gave me some literature to take home. Um, I listened, but mostly at the meeting I just cried a lot. We went around the room and we gave our first names only. The 12 steps were read. The one thing that I remembered about that was someone said the first word of the first step was we. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol and our lives had become unmanageable. That was sure true for me. I hadn't slept in days, but now I felt I wasn't alone anymore. They assured me that I didn't cause the disease and I couldn't control it and I couldn't cure it, but if I kept coming back, I could learn how to cope. After the meeting, members came up and said, we're glad you're here, please come back. I didn't remember much else from the meeting, but I went home that night and I slept and I came back. I think it was the anonymity that helped me to come back because what I felt like in the room was that with the first names, it didn't make any difference what a person's place was in the community, what their profession was, or how much money or education they had. We focused on alcoholism's effects on us and we worked at ways to change our attitudes about the disease, and, and I found a lot of hope for a better way of life. It had been a safe place for me to share my concerns after so many years of silence. I could share what was on my mind, and others, without giving advice, just told me what worked for them in a similar situation. I can't imagine life without Al-Anon. It's been no quick fix. It's become a way of life for me. I feel that after all these years, I'm participating in my own life again with some joy and anticipation. I can deal with life on its terms, one day at a time, with the faith of a higher power I found in these rooms. So once again, i just like to say welcome to the new people, and I encourage you to come back, and thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Connie. Thank you, Connie. Thanks, Connie. Thanks, Connie. Hi, my name is Lida. Hi, Lida. Hi, Lida. Hi, Lida. When I came into the rooms of Al-Anon, I was desperate, and uh, I know from going to meetings that many others are in that state when they come also. Um, when I went for the first time, I went with my sister, so that was comforting. Um, I listened to the people share, and for me, it was all Greek. I, did, I just didn't understand what they were saying. But I was so desperate, I was determined to keep coming back because uh, what I was doing wasn't working. My focus was on everybody else but myself. 
and that's the way I was brought up. Uh, to pay attention to myself, I thought was selfish because I had been brought up that way. So I kept coming back to the meetings and I listened to the slogans, which seemed weird to me at the time, uh, but miraculously they work. And um, what I did in my life previous was not working because I came in a desperate state. So I was willing, I was humble, and I was willing to try whatever they, the program told me to do. And I heard them say that I needed to turn to my higher power. Uh, I always depended upon myself uh, to make things work, and it was my self-will. So this was something new, and... So I started to try to um, pay attention and use my higher power. And I also heard them tell me that I needed a sponsor. So I, uh, after attending the meeting for a while, I found somebody I felt comfortable with and I asked this person to sponsor me. And she helped me to work the steps, which were read at the meeting so I could understand what they really meant. Uh, the, I felt really welcome at the first meeting uh, and the meetings to follow. People were so willing to help and they gave me a uh, list of people I could call uh, in desperate times. All of this gave me hope to continue. and. Uh, it was just such a different way of living. But as I said before, uh, the way I was living previously didn't work, so I was more than willing to try this. And um, my higher power helps me today to make better choices. Thank you for the opportunity to share. Thank you, Lydia. Hi, my name is Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. And I'm so grateful to share today. What brought me to my first Al-Anon meeting? Well, I have to say my alcoholic brought me to my first Al-Anon meeting, literally. <laughs> he brought me downstairs to that meeting that night after we were still fighting with three months of sobriety in our home. I thought things were going to change overnight, but they didn't because instead of going to the bar every night, he was coming home every night and getting dressed and going to AA meetings, and I thought he'd spend more time with me. But there I found myself sitting at an Al-Anon meeting. I was 25 years old, and all those ladies had white hair, and I didn't. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, what did I get myself into now? But, you know, they took me by the hand, and they told me to sit down and just to listen. And I listened at that first meeting, and by the time it was over, I wanted what each one of them had. They had something that I had been looking for, and today that I have. You know, they told me about the three C's but I didn't cause it, I can't control it, and I can't cure it. And they also told me that alcoholism was a family disease. And even though the alcoholic picked up the drink, I picked up the alcoholic and a lot of the blame that came with the disease, and I went along with it. So I really needed help really, really bad. I loved the fact that nobody gave their last name. I loved the anonymity statement, and I still do today, and I respect it. 
You know, I brought up a large family in recovery after my husband found a sobriety and I found Al-Anon and what a wonderful way to live it has been through the years. As the children came along, um, I introduced them to Alateen and that's a wonderful program for anybody who has young children. Um, in the room today, if you have a young child, introduce them to an Alateen meeting. Bring some of our literature home with you today. Our literature is just fantastic. It has improved so much through the years. You know, I came for a quick fix. Today, I stay for the consistency. What it does for me, it has given me an amazing filled life today. Today I know that I'm powerless over the disease of alcoholism and my life at one time was unmanageable. But as long as I work these 12 steps into my life, use a sponsor in my life and go to meetings every chance that I get, I'm going to be okay. And God bless all of you on your journey. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Joan. Thank you, Joan. Hi there, this is Ellie. Hi, Ellie. Hi, Ellie. I came into the program the same week that my husband uh, started AA. I was encouraged to come by his counselor and by a coworker who said, get yourself to the meeting that is across the parking lot. And I said, well, I would be late. And he says, you know, you're only late for your first meeting. So I went, and I was so impressed because the topic they were sharing on was change. And we had just discovered that My husband no longer had a job because of his drinking, and we had no place to live. So I was really receptive to the idea of change. And it has been a wonderful change over the many, many years that I've been part of the program. The alcoholic is sober today and works the AA program. That's why I need to keep coming to work my Al-Anon program so that I keep my eyes off of what he is doing and can be concentrating on what I need to do. I um, never had made a decision in my life that wasn't based on what I thought somebody else wanted me to do. I have learned in this program that I have my own ideas, my own thoughts, my own interests, my own values, and that I can speak up. I found a voice in Al-Anon. I found that I can speak up for what is important to me. And this has been one of the great inspirations of being in the program. I am very, very aware that I have a higher power in my life. Many people come into the program and do not understand the concept of God, or they have had an experience with God that has not been positive. For me, it is okay because it doesn't have to be a God of a religious understanding. My higher power can be the group members. It can be any member of the group. It can be anything that I would like my higher power to be. But I knew that today when I turn over my will and all of my life over to my higher power that I am able to do things that I could never have done otherwise. And it just has been given me hope and given me so much positive work in my life. And for that, I am incredibly grateful. So I thank you uh, for listening, and I wish the very best to all of you who may become Al-Anon members and join with us. Thank you. Thank you, Ellie. Thanks, Ellie. Hi, my name is Lucy. Hi, Lucy. 
And I'm just a little bit different on my story. When I came in, I certainly did not want to come. I came because a friend kept asking me to come. And I thought, well, if I come to that meeting, she will leave me alone then. Well, I walked in those rooms, and I've never walked out. I've been in there, and I don't know what I heard that night. I can't ever remember the words or what impressed me, but something in there, I think it was the hope that I heard other people say that the problems they were having, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm not the only one. I'm not crazy. Something is going on in my home. So as I listened to people and I heard other people say they had been in for quite a while, I thought, well, I'll just read the literature, come to a few meetings, and then I'll be out of here. I was very intelligent, so I thought, and full of arrogance. And I don't think I had reached my bottom yet, but I know that today the miracle in my life was walking in that first meeting and then going three to four to five meetings a week and I did that for the longest time I was so desperate so hurt I had gone everywhere else I'd done the professional route I'd read all the books and I knew I had no place else to go and I was one of those that didn't have a God or a higher power and so I used the literature I just used the literature, and I read everything I could get my hands on, and all the time attending meetings. And I didn't talk in meetings for the longest time. I was just so isolated and and hurting so badly, I trusted no one. But as the members kept coming up to me after the meetings and trying to give me hugs and just telling me to keep coming back, and I listened to that, and finally something broke. And, and I learned about this being a disease, how powerful this disease was, and that no human being can conquer it. We can only uh, use those three words, you know, we didn't cause it, we didn't cure it, we, we can't control it. And at first that bothered me because I thought, well, if I don't, who will? And then I came in touch with my higher power and has created miracles in my life. Uh, I'm not the same person I was. You cannot stay in the rooms of Al-Anon and be the angry, hostile, fearful person that I was. It just can't stay that way. So I encourage everyone that's listening and to me to please come back. Give it those six to eight tries before you decide whether Al-Anon is for you because it does create miracles. Thank you for letting me share. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks, Thanks, Lucy. Lucy. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in this Al-Anon meeting. Every day all over the world, similar meetings take place in the anonymous and confidential safety of Al-Anon. Al-Anon family groups are for families and friends of people who have a drinking problem. There are no dues for membership. Al-Anon is self-supporting through its own voluntary contributions. We invite you to join us again soon for part two in our series of first steps to Al-Anon recovery. More people who have been affected by someone else's drinking will join us. They will describe the powerlessness they, they came to realize about a loved one's drinking and what they decided to do about it. If you are ready to try a face-to-face Al-Anon meeting, scroll to the bottom of the page at www.alanonfamilygroups.org and click on how to locate a meeting. Or you may call toll-free during business hours Eastern Time, 
1-800-273-2666 to find an Al-Anon meeting in your community. Thank you for listening to Part 1 of First Steps to Al-Anon Recovery from Al-Anon Family Groups. You are welcome to join us right here for a future podcast, and you are welcome to join us at a meeting of Al-Anon Family Groups in your own community.